and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May. Welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. We shook you up and out with the fantastic sounds of Ituk Ubong, track called African Struggle, taken from his album called Africa Today, out on Night Dreamer Records on the 19th of June. 
You enjoy that, Anthony? Cracking Afrobeat banger. Yeah. London label, I saw. I don't think I know it. Uh, yeah, it is a London label. Uh, it's uh, London and the Netherlands, I believe, off, off the top of my head. Um, it also seems quite appropriate to start this week's pod with some Afrobeat banger in the light of the sad Tony Allen news earlier in the week as of recording pretty rough week actually all all told for musicians yeah exactly it's been it's been, been a few hasn't it yeah i was very lucky to see tony allen play a number of times and uh, we watched him once together uh, like one centimeter from the stage and uh, just yeah what a what a player certainly is certainly a fantastic man essentially created afrobeat with fella cootie and that is sort of influenced Clearly, another Nigerian in Itoku Bong. This is his first album. He's uh, based in Lagos. He's actually the music that you just heard, yeah, Afrobeat, High Life, Jazz. The drumming is actually of a combi, which is the music of the Efik people who uh, are mostly around southern Nigeria and also Cameroon as well. And yeah, wonderful, wonderful record. It was recorded entirely live. There was a five-day session and they recorded the whole album in one go on the last day, which sounds fab. Nice. Just thinking a bit more about Tony Allen, just like he was gigging basically until a couple of days before he died. And he, the, the man drunk like a bottle of whiskey every time he played a show and he played a show all the time. And he was 78 and he was still a player with the ladies. I th- you know, I think, I think Tony can feel like he had a strong run. It's better to burn out than to fade away. That was a hell of a long <laughs> at the, burn. At the age of 78, yeah. yeah, he kept burning. Yeah, just like one long burn is uh, Tony. Yeah, we saw him, We saw him, if I remember rightly, with Jimmy Tenor at Cafe Otto. That's There's correct, no, yeah. The show that I recall, absolutely I remember fantastic. it was at Cafe Otto. I didn't remember exactly which one it was. Yeah, pretty certain but, um, it was that Jimmy Tenor uh, show. They did a couple of, I think they did two records together, uh, certainly one on Strut that was, yeah, what was the name of it now? Can't remember can't off the remember. top of my head. It's, uh, but definitely go find it. I picked up that record and discovered it at the indie label market many years ago. And yeah, have it's one of those sort of purchases I took a punt on that I have yeah not regretted whatsoever. Can't go wrong. I'm going to um, take the pace down a little bit with um, a new single from Neil Pennycook. Now, Neil Pennycook is someone you probably know as, a, well, maybe you might, may or may not know him. He normally performs under Merceau, and he changed his name to Supermoon a little bit. Then he went back to Merceau, and now he's doing this tape called Neil Scott Pennycook. And get this, the tape's called Merceau Volume 1. And this song is called Merceau. Neil has always got a penchant for uh, self-destruction in the uh, worst sort of self-promotion stakes. <laughs> I was like, Neil, have you considered just calling it Merceau, the name that everybody knows you? <laughs> All right. So the name of the track is Merceau. Yeah, Merceau the song, actually. Okay, let's give it a listen. <laughs> Nothing is required 
sort of sound of a record running on that i don't know if it was added on top or if that was put onto bandcamp from vinyl or something i don't know 
it kind of had an abrupt stop to it before that sort of record running, just like then sound cut out of it. So very, <laughs> very unusual, but beautiful work. Yeah, that is the sound of Neil Scott Pennycook. It's just up on the Merceau Bandcamp. The track is called Merceau the Song, and the tape is called Merceau, or I think it's a tape, called Merceau Volume 1, but definitely the digital is all online. He's a performer from uh, Edinburgh, been going for... The first show I put on with him was at the Luminaire in 2010 or something like that. <laughs> and they've been going for a couple of years before that. So, yeah, I think Neil is one of the finest singer-songwriters around. And that's not hyperbole. He's a wonderful singer, a wonderful player, and just uh, released a t- 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 quite a number of albums now. And as well as uh, full lengths and double, triple vinyls, you can also find various uh, stuff just up on Bandcamp. Yeah, it's fantastic. And yeah, incredibly confusing. I, I love Merceau brackets this song. It's not just you <laughs> saying it's called Merceau and it's a song. It's no, it Merceau is Merceau the brackets the song. <laughs> right. and, just well, to make sure it's super clear. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and yeah, it's fantastic. I'm a big fan of his work for a long time. I mean, that first album but that came out on Song by Toad must, yeah, must be at least a decade. Yeah, when I started working with them, it was the sort of the tour around the second album. Mm. I think Pissing on Bonfires, the first one, that was before we, I worked with them. Yeah, uh, fantastic work. And yeah, any idea, of, I was going to say, any idea about like, is he going to release a Merso album? Or I guess you don't know what the hell he's doing from one. I have absolutely no idea. I have been watching. He's been doing some sort of live streams on Instagram. Um, so I, th- I can't remember what night of the week he does it. I feel like it was maybe I didn't watch it last night, but I think what, once a week on his Instagram, you can see him performing and stuff, so playing banjo and singing songs, and it's grand. Cool. Well, let's bring ourselves to a somewhat more abrasive uh, place now. This is uh, I just wrote down here that it's brutal, it's proper abrasive, but awesome. There's some pretty uh, gnarly lyrics in here, so yeah be aware of that before you listen to it it's the sounds of lz Roseli. he's a uk london rapper as featured previously on the pod he was on the uh, track by ono capone uh, jungle that we played uh, a little while ago earlier this year for sure uh, he was one of the featured vocalists on that he has this absolutely brutal ep well it's a double single essentially called anxiety that was just released in the last week this is the flip to it. It's called Make Them See the Devil. Listen to this. You think it easy, I'll find the guards and we'll search the house again. What's happened? You heard it? Please. Someone tried to break into Gloria's room. What? Who? I don't know. Here comes the guard. Oh. Shot in my soul, my mind under control. If I want, I want 
that's some heavy stuff. Yeah, production on that by Mutant Joe, the track by LZ Vizelli. Uh, Make Them See the Devil, the name of the track, is taken from Anxiety, released on 2020 London Recordings. Label we've played previously, they released uh, Deft Belly Boy featuring Buchanan we played in 2018. Uh, Not played anything else from them, but yeah, a lot of good stuff always coming from them. Keep a close eye on what they're releasing. And yeah, LZ Roselli, as I mentioned before, the track uh, featured on Ono Capone. He's also featured on a couple of other high focus record releases as well. Nice. Yeah, no, that that was great. Sort of a bug-esque production. Yeah, the other track as well, Anxiety, is also fantastic. So it was pretty hard to decide which of the two to play. But yeah, it's so worth checking the other one out as well. It's worth checking the whole thing. There's a cracking remix of the track you just heard that sounds completely different. That is also worth getting your ears around. Awesome. I want to play you a song, really short one, from a compilation. Me and Gareth are sort of talking off mic uh, about how right now there's tons of compilations that people are doing, be it charity compilations or just isolation-related things or just, you know, trying to fundraise some money or whatever it is. It is a golden month for compilations. And one that came out a couple of weeks ago, but only had a chance to check it out this week, is called Human Worth, Volume 1. Um, Human Worth is the name of a, a night in London, uh, which is uh, run by the duo Modern Technology, who incidentally played my last show on the 13th of March, boo, <laughs> before this stopped. And uh, they put on some gigs and it's sort of, I think it's to raise some money for um, the Trussell Trust. It's a food bank charity, mm-hmm. basically. And on there is a, a who's who of London punk and rock bands featuring Buxa Maria, Luminous Bodies, um, human leather, uh, casual nun, millions of other ones, lots of ones that you wouldn't have heard on this pod as well. And just, yeah, people that I've put on a Babi Eggers, people that I've seen just proper underground gnarly goodness. And I want to play you one from human leather who were due to play raw power. And I don't know if they will anymore, but it's called looking great. It's nice and all, but a little worrying if it's your only hobby.
There we go. Two minutes of noisy, metally, punky greatness. Human leather. Good, great band name as well. Uh, yeah, great. Really, really <laughs> into it. It's one of those ones that, even though it's quite short, it felt quite long, but in a good way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's from their album that came out uh, last year called Succulent. Um, it's the opening track. It says on their band camp that they're from Brighton. I guess that's right. I thought in my head that they're from someone else, somewhere else, like Nottingham or something, but it's impossible to keep up with what bands are from where. And yeah, that whole compilation, as I mentioned, is on Bandcamp. You cannot go wrong with that. Money goes to food banks and it's got just, especially if you're a listener who's not from London, most of these bands are more or less completely unknown, I would say. You know, the ones that I mentioned are sort of some of the more well-known ones and they are <laughs> not very well-known. Um, so yeah, you if you want to listen to the sort of the sounds of the underground rock in London and give some money to some food banks, well, there you go. Yeah, and the Trussell Trust as an organisation, definitely worth your money, definitely worth uh, your support. They do an incredible job in the absence of any sort of competent uh, government that we obviously haven't had for a long, long time in the UK. I haven't uh, haven't come across the charity before. Oh, no, Trussell Trust is like uh, the main sort of food bank uh, operate nationwide. The album is well. food bank's not run by the government. Mate, no. Oh, God, do we? No, nothing's <laughs> fucking run by the government in this country. Like, the NHS isn't at the moment either. It seems to be getting most of its money from the public, which is nothing short of a disgrace. And, yeah, as yeah, is... Yeah, I am not sure about that sort of stuff, is it? It's like, I'm not sure this is the right sort of fundraising thing. Yeah, but it should, it's just, you know, I rarely swear on this podcast, uh, but it's something that really just shouldn't fucking be the case. It's... Just disgusting. Um, we're pretty apolitical on the pod, but uh, yeah, uh, pretty angry at the moment in terms of everything to do with this government <laughs> and the fact that we are you know, number one in Europe in terms of how many people have been killed because of all the, the coronavirus and what's going on at the moment. And that is the preventability of a lot of it is what's most upsetting. It is certainly a sad state of affairs. One of the best things that has come out of all of this is all the fantastic compilations that are doing the rounds at the moment. The Bandcamp sort of fee-free day uh, the other week uh, just seemed to spawn hundreds of them. Like, absolutely well, I, I tried to get something together myself, but I was unable to uh, to get it together. And also I felt a bit bad because it was all these compilations going to great charities and then there was just like, how about you give money to me? Yeah, well... <laughs> so, so. Anthony, you are worthy of anyone's money and time <laughs> and appreciation, as we all know. I'm going to play something also from a compilation, but not as far as I'm aware, something that's coronavirus or COVID-19 related. This is from Hard Fist, the brilliant Another great name, exactly. Oh. Human Leather followed by Hard Fist. Yeah. It's the punk pod. Yeah, Hard Fist is... <laughs> Well, the finest record label names, I think, ever. Uh, they are a label that plays a lot of sort of very percussive dance music, essentially. Think Koshin Moon, that sort of music. They put out compilations very regularly. The Princess of Abzu ones particularly are worthy of your time and ears. This one is called La Dance, which is coming out in... I think it's out this week, actually. This track is from an Argentinian producer called Balam. The track is called Deep Breath. It's called Kuhat Mala.
There you have it, Sounds of Balam. Kuhat Mala is a track name, apparently. That's what I'm going with anyway. The, it's taken from the compilation La Dance out on Hard Fist. And you know what? We were talking about how great a name Hard Fist is. It doesn't really fit the type of music. Like, Yeah, exactly. It definitely sounds like a punk label. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I'm not angry about that whatsoever because the music is fantastic and the label title is fantastic as well and this comp- need to look at to the independent music podcast for naming stuff you know be very clear what it does yeah that's true i mean there's <laughs> absolutely uh, no doubting what it is that we do although and you know the number of listeners that we have that have got in touch and i've asked them like well how did you find out about the podcast it is Literally, I looked for an independent music podcast because I started getting into podcasts. So yours came up and it wasn't shit. So that's all we can hope for, really, isn't it? Not shit is all we aspire to. I mean, I'd, we arguably don't even achieve that. but <laughs> I think we achieve that. Yeah, I think we do all right. Who Certainly the music hits the heights that we wanted to and that one, uh, yeah, Balam is the artist. He's from Buenos Aires in Argentina. Yeah, not much that I know about him apart from that track. It's really great. Also on the compilation, Cornelius Doctor, who actually appeared on our favourites of 2018, doing a remix of Koshin Moon, also on Hard Fist. And that was taken from, uh, I think it's Princes of Abzu Volume 1, which is an absolute blisteringly good compilation. Definitely one for the dance floors when we're allowed to go back on them. Nice. Keeping on the compilation train, because once we're on it, why should we get off? Um, this is a compilation uh, from Shapes of Rhythm Records, it's a South London label. Um, it's called Isolation Compilation. Uh, it's, it's out on June the 5th. And I want to play you a track from our buddy and uh, emanative, Nick Woodmansey. He's performing with a guy called Ishmael, a person I don't not feel called Ismail Ilgen, with Enver Gokin and Tom Central. I'm not 100% who the other people are. I did try to look up Ismail, but uh, wasn't really getting anything there. Uh, Nick Emanative is a drummer and producer. He's produced Sarathi Korwa. He's released uh, numerous great albums on uh, Brownswood, um, some some self-releases. He performs with uh, Jessica Lauren and Tamar Kolokuta, um, Tamar Osborne. And uh, yeah, he's one of the good ones and someone that I've known for a long time. And he sent this along. And I want to want to give it a spin for you. Um, also featuring on the Isolation compilation is lots of other sort of London-based uh, uh, musicians: David Hankey, Octo Champ, Body Moves. So I think is someone who's at the label. Names like that, names you might know. Here's one from Emanative. Awkward Quarters, who we played on the podcast. In fact, no, I played on the podcast when I was doing a couple of solo ones while we're figuring out the technology. I'm quite happy with how these are sounding now. Are sort of a, you you might think, listener, that me and Gareth are in the same room, but no, it's the wonder of technology. We are five miles apart in South London. Yeah, far <laughs> enough, far enough for me. <laughs> hey, mate, as soon as I get half a chance, I'm running down to Norwood, <laughs> get the barbecue on. Here we go. This is Emanative. Uh, the track is called Ruya Pav Yonyu.
there we go. The track is called Ruya Pav Yonyu, and it is just so groovy. Uh, yeah, Eminative is amongst the best of the sort of the jazzy grooves for sure. His release that he did a couple of weeks back uh, with Tamar Osborne from Kolokuta and Sarathi Korwa uh, that was just on his band camp is absolutely sublime. A proper head nodder. I actually think I missed that one with Kolokuta. I, I saw that it went up, but I haven't had a chance to, I didn't actually listen to it. And I've got the new, I, I, one of the last gigs I actually went to was Kolokuta at Church of Sound. And um, yeah, she and they were absolutely brilliant. I've tried to look up the other members of the band, but apart from Tom Central, who is a DJ and the guy who runs the label, and I'm guessing he obviously makes some music as well. um, The other two members of uh, that song cannot find a single thing. So, but you can find that on shapesofrhythm.bandcamp.com. And that's when you can listen to that song. There's also an alternative version and um, yeah, a bunch of other good stuff. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, Energy is the name of the uh, two-track EP or single that you can also pick up on Bandcamp. Yeah, Eminative and Tamar Kolokuta, Eminative and Sarafi Korwa. A lot of good eggs in in there, for sure. Okay, nice. Yeah, better better listen to that. All the uh, favourites. Exactly. So I'm going to now play something that is a little bit different. This is from an artist called uh, David Shaman. He is a French producer, composer, artist as well. He is essentially known for being a producer of orchestration for a couple of quite big bands. So the National, probably the biggest one he's done it for. Don't let that what, put writes you. The, writes the string sections? Yeah, essentially does I the... See. Pulls it together, does the arrangements and whatnot. Uh, he's also done it for Zoo as well, and a few other people uh, that are fairly well known. Zoo, Z-U? Yes, Wow, just like the national, obviously, like an internationally huge stadium filler, and Zoo are sort of some underground noise merchants from Italy that I got two hundred people to come to, and I put them in London. Yeah, exactly, and that is, and one of those bands is great, and the other one is not. And I'll leave you to figure <laughs> out which. I don't mind. I don't mind the national. Actually, they're not my favourite or anything, but I think they're decent. Absolutely. They're good at what they do, but it's just what. And they do. every single song is what they do on all of their albums. Yeah, exactly. It's. Um, <laughs> You know, it's uh, it's one of them. But, you know, this record, though, so his debut LP, I think it is, it's just come out on Ici Deleur, which is a French record label uh, that I came across them releasing Garblay, who are one of those bands that I absolutely adore. And regardless of how often I talk about how much I like them, no one else seems to pay much, as much attention. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember that. I reckon like when we first met, you were you were all about the Garble. Well, that was when they were releasing on low recordings, uh, the record label releasing Black Devil Disco Club that we played a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, I absolutely love them. Still do. Still listen to their records quite regularly as well. But this music is... Very experimental. It's great. The album is called Continuum, and I'm going to play a track in it called La Forêt de Ombre, part two.
fantastic, isn't it? David Chama track called uh, Forêt de Ombre. Uh, apologies for the pronunciation. That is the second part of, I think, four parts that track it translates as the forest of shadows and you can sort of hear that mysterious almost menacing what's the word i'm looking for aesthetic maybe ambience yeah the ambience, sound yeah, yeah the feeling there's definitely a lot of great ambient music doing the rounds at the moment and that sort of fits quite yeah i don't know about ambient music but like the sort of i mean like the feeling of the sound sort of what i was trying to get at yes 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 and it is four parts uh, it's taken from the album called continuum which is out right now, in fact, on uh, EC Deleur out of France. Grant, we've had quite a few, well, quite a few, we've had a few new people um, on the Patreon. I thought I'd give you guys a shout. Um, Claire Coakley, uh, Phil Buckley, and I'm pretty sure it's the return of Scott Groninger, our, uh, uh, our patron from Hawaii. Um, who was what I'm gonna I'm gonna say that he was in the first five or ten on the on the Patreon. So maybe his card ran out, uh, expired, and we come back in but no an absolute delight to have you guys back in and now that we are good we're really confident and happy with the recording we're going to be doing a patron special in the next week or two it'll be the first one for a little while so sorry about that so you guys will get yeah something something special i don't know exactly it'll be like our normal patron specials but we might do might do a little bit more talking just to sort of say what we've been up to and what we've been going through corona related stuff we have been threatening to do a live one to do it as a live show haven't we Oh that was, yeah, that's true. We have been. We if we we could, have been. St- we're thinking about doing a live show somehow, and we thought we'd do a trial run for the patrons. Yeah. So maybe it'll be. So yeah, maybe may, yeah. yeah. That's not, what we're doing. That's what we're doing, patrons. Let's give. We don't that know how. We but now that I'm saying it here to you, I feel like we're forced to do it. That's it. That's <laughs> it. That's how I lured you into it. Um, but yeah, we'll try and do it in two weeks' time. I think. We'll chat a little bit after this. We'll try and make it happen, uh, try and find a date. Because obviously, well, Scott in Hawaii, very different hours to us here in London. So we'll, we'll try and figure out a time and we'll record it for the patrons as well. You can patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast if you want to sign up for that. And also, yeah, we are just a few before 50 as well. And I would be absolutely delighted if we could get up to 50 because of, for no reason at all, then it feels like some sort of a landmark and we need cheery news. Well, it's, it'd be fantastic. Uh, we, love every single time we get a patreon in it just means so much to us it means so much that people listen and care and want to support us and want to ensure that we can keep putting these out uh, also a big shout out to andy uh, no surname unfortunately uh, who gave us a really nice donation as well in the past week if you want to donate rather than sign up to a subscription you can do independentmusicpodcast.net forward slash donate and yeah i'm sure we'll allow those guys to get in on the live show that we do as well but thank you all very very much definitely i want to play you new music from russia called lucid vox i brought them over for a show last year i believe it's maybe around this time last year and uh, they are a young psychedelic rock band basically uh from russia and they're going to be released by Glitterbeat for their new album who i think they were just self-releasing or on a local label at the time but they've been picked up by a slightly bigger label now I thought they were killer. I don't know exactly how old they were, but they looked damn young to me. I would say 1920, something like that. And um, this is the first single from the album, which is called We Are, and it's called Knife.
There we go. The wonderful sounds of Lucid Vox Knife being released on Glitterby. Have we played Lucid Vox on the pod before? Uh, no, I think that's the first time I've heard yeah. them. I reckon and- the Glitter Beats uh, follow my shows because of like, I promote a few Glitter Beat bands and then sometimes I'll be like, wow, that's an unusual one for Glitter Beat. But like, it's one of my births. <laughs> and I, I reckon I, maybe, maybe I'm uh, blowing my own trumpet here, but possibly they're keeping an eye. Oh, mate, no, I completely go with that. I always think that I've essentially made anyone popular. I'm taking all credit for Nege Nege for sure in the UK, which is completely <laughs> oh, <you know>. misplaced. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to do it. What you can take credit for, though, is your absolutely brilliant article you did on the recommendations for Bandcamp last oh. week because if I saw multiple people on my Facebook that were like, I recognise these sort of like six, seven things you have in a row. I see where you've got that from. That was, yeah. I think, some people definitely, definitely went for that. Yeah, it was really nice. I saw that... Um, one of the chaps on Snapped Ankles bought pretty much all of those recommendations, including <laughs> including the spooky shit discography, which at six pounds <laughs> for the entire thing is absolute bargain. Unbelievable. Yeah, that was Paddy, yeah, Paddy Hero. Um, just quickly back to Lucid Fox. As I mentioned, they're a young Russian band. Um, the album uh, We Are is coming on uh on Glitter Beat late in, in October. June. October, it October, says. October, is it? October the ninth. Wow, they are really uh, sort of teasing it early. Just give you a bit of the tr- translation here. I stuck a knife in your back, trample your dreams, burn me like I'm a witch. Yeah, so it's, it's some uh, some some uh, some intense stuff there. Yeah, the, and the sound unbelievably is sort of a maelstrom. What I remember from that gig was some complete bell end, like sort of like causing trouble and like pushing people around and but essentially sort of trying to start a mosh pit in a gig where people were not interested. And he was a big man as well. And this, this is a band of like four young Russian ladies. So there was like quite a young audience, female a lot as well. And anyway, I had to chuck him out, dragged him up the stairs, chucked him out. And then he came back 10 minutes later and I had to chuck him out round again. If it wasn't one of us, what a complete and total knob jockey. Uh, my favourite thing that happened in the last week was your stories from uh, gigs and being reminded <laughs> of the time you got, uh, essentially, you got kicked out of your own show because you went to a cash point, you asked the bouncer for a lighter for a cigarette, you sparked up the cigarette, it, it was a rainy night as well, so you sparked up the cigarette in like the foyer bit as you were walking out and then gave yeah, so it like back. half in, half out the door, you know, I was sort of like passing the lighter back. And then when you came back, he refused to let you in because you'd been smoking indoors. With his lighter. Yeah, and yeah. also on your way out, which is a spectacular <laughs> business. Also uh, notable that evening for me, my one and only attempt at DJing, and uh, especially <laughs> especially for you by it was Kylie and Jason. It was a Valentine's Day show, which is why you were play why you were thinking of playing especially for you. It wasn't like a completely random thing. There, there, there was method to the madness, yeah. but like never has a song that's only three minutes long felt so long. Oh. Honestly, I think it could be one of the longest three minutes of my entire life. Yeah, it's um. <laughs> Is it would it feel longer than when we saw tapes and he did Maddie Cry Cry at Corsica <laughs> Studios, which is a great song, but the one of the most inappropriate songs for a dance floor I think I've ever so, heard on a dance floor. Also, like it's really funny for like a minute, but then he was like, Oh, he's gonna spin it out and put something else on. No, he wasn't messing about. Full fat. He was all the way he was all the way in, full fat. It was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Uh, back to music, the Last one from me, something very unlike what I tend to play on the podcast for sure. 
It's from an artist called uh, Rubina. It, I believe, is the name of the singer. This is a track released just digitally via Orange Cliff Records, who are a record label out of Indonesia. This is an absolutely wonderful track. It's got wonderful guitar from a chap, well, from someone called Indra Kusuma, trumpet from Brewery Effendi, and it's produced by a guy called Tesla Manaf, who is a jazz-trained electronic music producer that I interviewed as part of an article I wrote for The Guardian a couple of years back on essentially slum clearances in Bangdong. This is fantastic. It's called Brigas Nunca Me. I was wondering what that was going to sound like when you were like, it's something that's different than what I normally play. And I was like, okay, well, Gaz has got a punch off sort of a heavy electronic music, but he definitely plays all sorts. And I was like, okay, well, that is definitely not, not what you normally play, we're fair to say. Certainly, uh, I think it's proof that 
if ever, if you ever needed it, that anything can come up on the Independent Music Podcast week to week. Uh, Indonesian bossa nova is uh, probably a first time I'd go for. I'd say first time, I think that's first fair to in- say, yeah. 274 episodes but yeah it's released on the pretty varied orange cliff records out of indonesia they have a punch on for more indie side of music but you know tesla manaf who produced that record is as i say more breakbeat and breakcore electronic music these days but is jazz trained and has released some great music of his own but this though is by rubina Brigas Nunca Mai is the name of the track. It is from Orange Cliff Records and is out right now. Nice. Well, that's about all we've got time for. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the podcast. Hope uh, that you're holding up well and you're getting out in the sun and whatever. Generally, keeping keeping your heads above water. And hopefully in the next couple of weeks, things start moving vaguely in the direction of uh, being able to see people a bit more. I'm certainly hoping so, but hopefully everyone is keeping healthy and keeping well and all that. I feel like I'm sort of really just sort of getting into my lockdown groove now. It's taken about seven weeks or however long we've been at it, but I, I feel that like I'm really understanding the different pace of life now. Oh, good, good. Well, fortunately, you live in the UK where the government has really fucked it up. So you've probably got a little while longer to go compared to yeah. the rest of the world. Yeah, exactly. I think we got a big, we got a couple of weeks yet. Well, while Gareth was playing something that was very much different for him, I am most certainly not. Well, I'm playing the latest release on Rocket Recordings from Autotelia. It's a brand new band featuring Tom Raleen of Tamaga, who you, we play every single release they do virtually here on the podcast because they're one of the best bands in London. And it's a duo with a Demien God, I can't remember his surname, Costatelli or something like that, is a, uh, the singer and guitarist from The Oscillation, which uh, Tom also features as the bass player, veteran London mus- musician of making excellent psychedelic and experimental music. He's also released various drone and ambient albums. Sorry for calling you a veteran, Dem. You are not a veteran. You are an experienced musician. And anyway, Tom told me when we met up a little while ago that essentially him and Dem were both you know, they've both played in bands that have released many albums and feel like they're maybe under pressure to sound a certain way or to release an album that feels a certain way. And they just wanted to do some music together that was completely and totally free. So they just got in the studio, drunk a load of wine, smoked a load of weed, got out some instruments and just made, did whatever they want. And this was the result of it. It's a killer album. This is the first single from it and it is called First Flight from Autotelia and we'll be back with you next week. Wait.